Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Today is episode 29. That's pretty good for a new program here on the radio. I'm glad that you are listening. Hopefully I'm doing you uh, okay and you're enjoying what you're hearing, at least being uplifted and informed. Uh, I, I would like to tell you about something. On the Wherever you download your apps, the KSL News Radio app is there and waiting for you to download. It's powered by Any Hour Services. And while there, you can, of course, listen to this program. You can listen to past programs. And you can read through the news that we cover here on this station. There's a lot of news today uh, you can click on as you travel. Their impeachment, of course, is something we're following very closely. Uh, and on a somber note, today is the funeral for that family, the Haney family out in Grantsville. There are details there on that case uh, as well as uh, some other things, some lighter things. Uh, all of it available at the KSL News Radio app powered by any hour services i'm also always soliciting your input as we go forward on this experiment here this program live mike uh i need your input i need your suggestions as far as uh new stories go i need your reactions i need you to help me kind of mold this into uh what is going to work out best for you and me and the best way to get in touch uh, with me and uh producer amy and the rest of us here working on this show is via the utah community credit union text lines five seven five zero zero that's all you got to type into your phone. Send us a text message that way. Additionally, we recently, because I'm big time, you know, uh, they set me up a, a Lee Lonsberry Facebook page here. Now, this isn't this isn't like the personal uh, page uh, for you mere mortals. No, uh, this is a fan page. It's on Facebook, Lee Lonsberry. Go check it out. It's on there. You can find a link uh, to uh, wall-to-wall coverage of the impeachment trial. If you'd like to listen to the proceedings uh, uninterrupted, uh, I've provided a link there for you. The Senate is in recess uh, right now. They should be resuming uh, here momentarily. But uh, in the meantime, uh, I'd invite you to go check out the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page. Uh, I'm on YouTube now, too. Uh, and there's a link there if you check that out. Okay, enough vain, uh, selfless uh, promoting. Now, let's get into the, the topic at hand. Uh, yesterday, as the program was wrapping up, well, actually, just after it wraps up, what uh, producer Amy and I will do is we'll make our way back to our little cubicles and we'll sit across from one another and work on uh, the next day's show. We'll kind of throw back and forth some ideas. We'll debate this and that. Sometimes we'll argue. I always win, of course. Uh, and we'll just put in place uh, some of the plans for the for the next day. And yesterday, uh, an article was shared with us by a coworker of ours uh, from the Salt Lake Tribune, and it deals with uh, a man, a man named Ken Sanders. He is the proprietor of a bookstore uh, that looks like it'll probably have to shut down here in the near future. It's uh, Ken Sanders Rare Books. It's over on 268 South, 200 East. Uh, well, anyway, after we were talking about this article yesterday, uh, 
I, uh, it was dinner time, uh, and uh, my beautiful wife and uh, young baby Piper, they were out and about driving around the city, and they stopped by here, uh, broadcast house, and picked me up. And we went over to a pizza shop, recommended by a friend of mine, got some pizza. And afterwards, I thought, hey, you know, uh, someone was telling me about this bookstore. Uh, Ken Sanders place uh, and it was right around the corner from where we got our pizza uh, and so we put the baby in the little carrier and the three of us walked in and there was Ken and just sitting there I introduced myself I said hey I, said, I read about you in the paper today I'm sorry uh, to to hear the news and what is that news what was the, the news reported uh, in that article and it was uh, that in all likelihood that bookstore is going to have to shut down here pretty soon uh, why well, there's a developer who would like to put up a, an, a, an apartment complex. And the debate we had, uh, Amy and I and another coworker of ours, as the day was winding down yesterday, uh, was, is that all right? Are we okay with a developer coming in, putting up uh, new expensive apartments, uh, a, a replacing this uh, now two, almost three decades long, uh, decades old store there, this rare bookstore? And uh, here's the thing. It breaks my heart. To see places like this, especially after I got to spend uh, some time with uh, Mr. Sanders uh, just yesterday evening. You know what we talked about? Uh, I have been reading uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. There's this new Netflix series that caught my attention. I watched an episode or two and I it struck me that I'd never actually read Bram Stoker's Dracula. And so I got myself a, a copy of it and I've been uh, reading it. Uh, don't tell anyone. This will sound terrible. I've been reading it out loud to my infant daughter. Is that awful? Uh, well, well, let me tell you what. It's not because this book is so beautifully written. Bram Stoker's Dracula is not the the, the gory, dark story that you see uh, in, in these movie renditions. It's uh, actually a beautifully, beautifully written book. Anyway, I told uh, Mr. Sanders... That, uh, that we were reading that, and I would like to buy uh, a few copies. And so we walked up and down the aisles. He helped me uh, find what I was looking for, and I bought uh, I bought a copy for uh, producer Amy. I've been telling her all about how uh, Piper's been been hearing uh, this book and how beautiful I think it is. So uh, producer Amy got a copy. I got a copy for the other uh, co-worker of mine here. And, uh, and I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I'm here because I saw you mentioned in the paper uh, today. Uh, what's the timeline like? And he said, oh, you know, maybe we can stay afloat another 12 or 24 months. Uh, but by that point, the rent's going to be uh, $10,000 a month, and I can't cover that. And so it'll be uh, that this bookstore, this used, charming bookstore, uh, will come to an end in all likelihood. And in its place will come a, a big, tall apartment complex. And uh, there aren't really any lessons to learn, I don't think, other than, uh, you know, things change. Uh, economy has a way of changing the landscape of a community, and sometimes uh, the the things of yesterday have to make way for the things of tomorrow, and that's all it is. Uh, I don't uh, see any impropriety here. I don't see uh, anything uh, where the, the legal folks need to get involved. It sure is sad. You may have memories of this place. He's been there now for uh, how long? Some describe him, at least he's described in this article, as an icon of hippie counterculture. He's a big fan of uh, Edward Abbey, you know, the Monkey Wrench Gang uh, author, all about uh, environmentalism and activism. Uh, anyway, he's, he's kind of an icon for folks like that. Uh, and uh, I was uh, glad to meet him just yesterday. I also spoke to some folks w with the city, uh, and they let me know that uh, there have been some interactions uh, with this uh, with the city and this man looking for alternate locations. So if you are a fan of this Ken Sanders uh, rare books and you saw yesterday's headline and you got downtrodden thinking that this place you like to go is uh, going to be closing 
Christmas doors here pretty soon. Uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There may be a new location, and uh, that'd be just fine. I'm sure I'd uh, do my best to bring my wife and young baby out again uh, to chat with Mr. Sanders. It was an enjoyable uh, little bit of shopping. I picked up some good books. Uh, and uh, anyway, that's that. There's really no point to me sharing that other than it was a good experience I had yesterday. And sometimes uh, when something is on its way out, uh, you know, maybe it's making its way uh, or making way for something good coming uh, in the future. Listen, I'm going to talk to you in the next segment about guns. Uh, and would you do I talk too much about guns? I'm a, I'm a Second Amendment enthusiast. I, I'm a hobbyist. I, I do enjoy firearms. Uh, I do so safely. My dad raised me, uh, you know, with the Eddie Eagle NRA safety rules. Stop. Uh, don't touch. Leave the area. Tell an adult. That's how you respond to, uh, to things if you're a youngster. And he also taught me about uh, range safety and trigger discipline. And so I, I, I believe that I do adhere to, to certain safety uh, rules. But tell me, do, do I, if I talk too much about guns, let me know. 575-00 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. In the next segment, I am going to talk about guns. And I'm also going to talk about commerce and the intersection of those two uh, important topics. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.